This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. This is an episode I knew we were going to create the moment I got the first message from Omar. Omar, how you doing today? Very good, Michael. This is an episode we are going to dedicate 100% to your father, Gustavo, who unfortunately we lost last Friday after Thanksgiving. Uh, we teased it in the last episode. It's definitely heartfelt. It's still raw. Let it flow. But, you know, why don't we tell the audience a little bit about Gustavo that you remembered from your childhood, right? Obviously, we know that uh, he was he was working three jobs. We teased that earlier. He was an entrepreneur, opened a restaurant. But tell us about Gustavo the man. So much to say about my, uh, my pops. Um, there, you know, growing up, 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, kind of when you remember. Yeah. He was always working, you know, he was working, providing, doing the best he could for the family. You know, it was myself, my, my sister who was two years younger than me. And then my brother who's six years younger than me. And they were, he would, he just did whatever he could to provide for us and the family, you know, and, 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 and I'll tell you this, most people at 50 years old, you know, he was a bartender, general manager at a, at a nice restaurant in New China, in Upland. And because of the relationships that he built, uh, he had a customer that said, hey, Gus, there's an opportunity for you to open a restaurant. Because that was his dream, was to open a restaurant. Because obviously being 50 years old, you're not as marketable anymore in a uh, the hospitality industry. And the little place called um, in, in, a, in a town called uh, Apple Valley, California. And at 50 years old, and my mom was 36, he went all in, borrowed, did whatever he could to open this one restaurant. Wow. And at 50 years old, when most people are already retiring, planning, they're, they're done, they're, they're, it's, it's over. Like yeah. they've, they, they, they've coasting. made their life. Yeah, exactly. They're coasting. Yeah. He decided to go all in at 50 Love it. Uh, with his three kids and, 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 and he did it, you know, a lot of challenge, uh, a lot of um, ups and downs they faced because I was with them and I knew it and I saw it. I, I've been in the restaurant business since I was 12 years old mm-hmm. and it's a brutal business. Yeah. It's if you do not take the time to um, cherish and appreciate your customers, they'll walk. Yeah, and it's a very, very driven type of uh, service-based industry that you want people to come back for your personality, for your food. For I mean, the the food has to be spot on. Right. Your food sucks. 
this is one thing I'll tell you. If the food sucks and their service is okay, they won't come. If the food is okay and the service is phenomenal, they'll come. And that's something that he, that he focused on him and my mom and, and us. And I was bartending, I was the chips and salsa guy at, at 12, 13 years old. And he instilled so much in me without me knowing. Yeah. And that was, that's the key that I take away from my pops because he just, he was the man to me. I mean, he was the greatest guy I knew, greatest man that, that just had the ability to not cut corners, very honest, truthful, never wanted to, to, to cut that corner for the extra quick buck. He said, no bullshit, Miko, it's going to be the way it needs to be when I work at it. And that's what, what, what people don't understand. Everybody wants that quick damn buck. And it, it does, it, it doesn't, it doesn't create length. It doesn't create, um, depth, I should say. And, and he, and he did it 29 years in this restaurant, not the restaurant business, but owning this restaurant called Las Brisas in Apple Valley. And it's been a brutal week. Um, he's ultimately the, the, he, he's, he's the person that created all of us. Yeah. And, and my brother and sister, you know, we live, we live in him yeah. or he lives in us, I should say. Right. And, um, I could go on and on about my dad, about how he, you know, I mean, let me tell you, Apple Valley was a pre- predominantly white neighborhood. Okay. There was no Hispanics, let alone a an Hispanic trying to open up a Mexican restaurant. So I'll let you fill in the blanks. Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of adversity. And this was in 1991. You know, it was the market was okay. It crashed. It was just nasty. I mean, there was no money. I mean, this is houses at $50,000. So you can kind of see what kind of money there was behind it. So there wasn't, it was, it was definitely the challenge. And uh, I would see my mom and dad, you know, go through pain and suffering and seven days a week for nine, no, I would say a good seven years, every single day they were working. And people get pissed off when they work an eight hour shift and they think that, Oh my God, what, what can I do differently to make more money? Well, you probably need to work more. Yeah. Be a little smarter. Yeah. Don't be so damn lazy, you know? And it's, it, it, it was the example that I needed to see and, and not just me customers that became friends saw all of it. Mm-hmm. To the point where my dad, 79 years old, was 79 years old. And this last couple years have been brutal Mm. for him. You know, multiple surgeries on his back, a neck surgery, a quadruple bypass. Um, And tell me, most people would throw in the damn towel. He... This is how strong of a man he was. He would still endure all that and still show up to his restaurant 
and greet all of his customers that came in every single table. And with his walker initially, first it was his cane, then obviously it digressed a little bit, then he had a walker. And honestly, we, we, we had such a great tribute for him this last Sunday, his true celebration um, of his life, of what, of what he accomplished and what, who he impacted. And he could, he could barely walk, Michael, and he was still going and greeting his customers at his table and singing with them in Italian. And, and he was just the, the, ultimate get, the, the ultimate host, regardless of how he was feeling, barely moving, dragging his feet, and he still made it to, the, to, to, to all the tables. And he did, and he always wanted to sing the happy birthday to anyone that was there, that was their birthday, he would go to their tables and this was our thing. We used to always sing to everybody. And he still did it up until the week that, uh, you know, that, that, that he got a little worse. And uh, it, he, he impacted a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to a couple of things. Um, and then we'll talk about his legacy around you. Because that, that was awesome. I felt that. A couple of things uh, I mentioned in episode number two. I never met, met, never met Gus. It's something I'll regret. Never ate, never ate at the restaurant. We got to fix that. Right, we'll fix that once this thing is over. And um, I feel like I've met him through you, right? Because you are you are a makeup of what you what you were raised and lived through, and, and he impacted your life. Right. So I feel like I know him through you, and that's that's pretty awesome. But yeah, that that uh, I. When I tell stories, I one of the things I like to do is punch people in the nose because people hear stories and they just they don't they hear them so much they they don't pay attention. Uh-huh. You had a punch me in the nose moment there that I'll never forget, and that was the fact that you think you have it hard. He still did it. He uh, back surgery, neck surgery, quadruple di- bypass, walking in a cane, and he's still making the time at 78, 79 to go greet everyone, sing happy birthday. I'm never going to forget that. You think you have it hard, you know, um, shut the fuck up, step up. Let's, let's move forward. That that's what I'm going to take away from that story. Is that, is that fair? hundred percent. All right. Well, um, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it, it, th- there's no words. Um, yeah. You can hear that. Anyone can hear that. And it's like, yeah, you know, stop being fucking lazy. Exactly. Honestly. Gus, Gus, you're the man. So the other thing I want to talk about is because when you really are leaving a legacy, your family legacy, again, Gus, down to you, your brother, your sisters, is, is important. We've recognized that. But I really think the measure of a man is the legacy outside the family. And again, going all in at 50, uh, taking the time to work seven days a week for seven years, greeting everybody, having his thing, the birthday song. Um, you really get to see the legacy when the party's over. And you, you saw the party was over on Sunday. And in the middle of a health crisis, you had 150 people show up. And you know what that means to me is there would have been 300 if this environment wasn't going on. And I don't know if you had a chance maybe a moment when you were sitting in a pew or, you know, doing that to look around and just go, Oh my God, 
my dad did this. Did, did, did that, did that hit you at all? A hundred percent. It, it was astonishing. Yeah. In the time that we're in, when I was, when myself and my sister, uh, Brisa and my brother, Jordan, when we were reading, you know, his eulogy in front of everyone, it was so awesome to see mm, that's that great. everybody was there supporting us and paying, paying their respects to someone that gave them a lasting impression and impacted them by the man he was. And it was just beautiful. It, it was beautiful. It, it's, it's, if it's on my um, Facebook page, I shared it. it we, we did a live uh, service of the video or oh, nice. live video of the service on uh on the Las Brisas Facebook page and then I shared it on mine and it's absolutely it was an absolute beautiful day very very good man uh I don't uh I want to give Gus the respect but I also don't want to to scratch that wound and, and make you cry on purpose any mm -hmm. kind of closing thoughts that you want to either say about Gus or maybe again suggest others squash family beefs and move forward. How do you want to wrap up this tribute to Gus? You know, at the end of the day, for anybody that's going through any issues, um, we all have issues. Okay. All of us do. But are they super important? I mean, not really. And if they are, well, then you have to, you know, you, you got to measure that yourself. But the ability to be present in what you're doing right now and who you're with and, and the activities that you do have and that you're going through, you know, be present, turn the phone off for a minute and have that conversation. You know, my phone's blowing up right now. I'm not one to, you know, to pay attention because I'm paying attention to Michael right now. And, and honestly, what takes 20, 30, 40 minutes, an hour, because the impact that you're going to have of being present with people is going to keep lasting. They're always going to talk to you about, or everyone's going to say some good things about you because you were always like, Hey, this is the only person I'm talking to right now. And honestly with, and that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest key that I, that, that my dad showed me is being present and loving like loving his true customers, his friends, his family. He, like, like I said earlier, it doesn't matter how much money you have. Sure. It does buy you pretty much anything that you want if you're that rich. But I mean, we're just normal people. We're not, you know, gazillionaires. And it shows that, you know what, family is important the love that you have for your loved ones, let them know a little bit more. And because it will be gone, I will tell you, it will happen. It's going to happen to all of us. So try to live without any regrets and make your memories. And at the same time, try to impact as many people as possible. And he's taught me that uh, I need to be honest, truthful, straightforward. And if people like it, great. If they don't, they can right. kiss rock. That's what <laughs> I don't care. Kiss a rock. Kiss a rock. And it, it's, it's cool. There's just so many things about him that I could go on and on about. But um, 
for the time of, 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 of our time here, um, I just want to tell them, you know, that you set the example, you, you made it possible for all of us to do something super great in our lives because we had the best teacher and yeah, just want to make him proud. That's it. Omar, uh, we're going to do this. Gus, I want to thank you for raising the man that I know is Omar. Um, we're just going to leave it there. This is a tribute 100% to Gus. Thank you, Gus. We miss you. Thank you for everything. Have a wonderful day, Omar. Thanks, Michael.